Yo, what up, ladies and gentlemen? There it is. Okay, we're on. Yeah, we're ready to rock and roll. Uh, I'm not at home today. I'm in uh, literally James' living room, so hopefully our audio sounds... Dining room. Dining room. Dining room. Dining room. Yes, dining room. Sorry. Uh, and uh, yeah, we're going to get this show on the road. Uh, our guest had technical difficulties, so um, couldn't get his picture on, so James and I are going to do this thing. We were literally having this conversation before we started. We're going to talk about that Dave Chappelle thing. Here we go. Shut up and sit down. The Business Bros Podcast was created for you. Learn from the business professionals who come to share their stories. Find out what's working in business on social media, what's hot and what's not, straight from the mouths of successful entrepreneurs out there doing the real work. And now, welcome to another episode of Business Bros. Oh, it's going to be a fun conversation today. By the way, if you want to chime in, uh, feel free to just drop some stuff in the chat. We'll bring you into the conversation here. Uh, we'll we'll ask your questions or whatever you're thinking or whatever your commentary is. Uh, this will be a fun episode. It's a little bit different. It's still probably a business perspective because, you know, that's how we always roll anyways. That's where our conversations end up leading. But I had to make sure because James asked me. Uh, he was worried about this. Some of you, like myself, have not actually seen the Dave Chappelle special yet. James has. I watched uh, it last night. He watched it last night, but there is a lot of controversy going on. It is part of what is trending right now. And so definitely uh, we were having the discussion a little bit a little while ago and uh, we decided to screw it. We're going to talk about it on the show today. So um, spoiler alert, James has seen it. So there, there, there are things he knows, he's, things that he's going to say. So this is your spoiler alert right now. It's possible that... Uh... I'll, I'll, I'll share this much. Um, I'm, my memory is relatively shit. So like, I'm not going to necessarily remember the jokes, but there are some stories that I remember, and it, it's the stories that matter. The stories are always what matter. All right, so first of all... Uh, Give me. Let, let's talk about what is going on. So, what is going on? What's what's going on with this whole Dave Chappelle thing? Okay, so the whole Dave Chappelle thing. Uh, why is it trending? Is because of the transphobic jokes that he has made through his career and has made in this special. Uh, and there are some. I'm not saying so. Okay, I'm not saying there are some in the transgender community who are, you know, raising a stink about it. Okay, so, um, and why is it relevant that we talk about this? Because James and I have literally been having this discussion over and over and over again. Over and uh, over and over again. Over and over again. So for those of you who don't know, James has his own podcast that he does, and I play Mr. Producer, because normally he plays Mr. Producer oh, on my show. Right there. Right? And so it's pra at Practicing Polyer, and he, it, James, tell me what your show's about. Who do you talk to? I talk to polyamorous people, which is what is that people who have multiple meaningful romantic relationships. And not just that, that community embraces a lot of other communities who are different. So you talk to a lot of different people on your show, people like the LGBTQ plus community, kinky folks, a lot of sex educators, sex therapists, um, yeah. A lot of sex therapists. So, yep, yep. It's a lot of people that deal with these identities that are different from mononormativity. Right? Which is pretty Which much is most of society. The, the majority. Right? Yeah. The majority of society. Okay. Majority so, of society. so, 
this is why I thought it's a great conversation to have because James is very, um, let's say, rooted connected. and speaks to yeah, connected and speaks to a lot of people. Just like for me, a lot of business, queer, a lot of queer people, like yes. specifically a lot of queer people. So uh, I I feel like that's the word that we're like not saying, right? Queer, uh, transgender, you know, like we speak to people that are different from us. Right. 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 We are cisgender, heterosexual men. Right. Like we are the majority, if you will. Yep. Right. Or or so so there's a lot of privilege that we have in that. And I think that that's the first thing that we need to acknowledge is that we have privilege as cisgender heterosexual men sure acknowledge it acknowledge. <laughs> yeah. okay acknowledge. acknowledge fine okay fine. cool acknowledge cool i'm gonna count However, that as a win hang on hang on i'm gonna chalk that up i'm gonna chalk that one up as a win well you know it's because it's coming at a cost right it's not gonna yes. just win so ham, <laughs> ham and none all right all right, oh, we're, all right we're i got one score today why not let's keep score all right all right all right so <laughs> here's the thing right so uh, one of the things that, that I always say on the show is it's important for people to have conversations with people, right? Yes. And when I usually talk about that, I tend to talk about that in the sense of politics, right? right. Uh, whether you believe in something that is the right way to go about doing it or you disagree adamantly, it doesn't matter. Uh, if you're watching TV, if you're watching, you know, whatever channel you watch for the news, you are leaning one way versus the other. And Facts. there's a lot of divide that has been happening. Just like there's a lot of divide between cultural norms, right? The way that I have a monogamous relationship and, you know, one one guy, one girl, whatever it is. Dude, your door opened by itself and Katie's sitting right in front of me. <laughs> that, that would be the wind. That okay. would, we have, right. I have a, a beautiful cross breeze. I watch a lot of TikTok breeze. videos. Okay, good. Yeah, good, yeah. Good. No, I have, I have a great cross <laughs> that breeze. That was trippy, dude. That was trippy. All right. I was going to say your place is haunted. Anyways. There's a lot of a, a lot of division that goes on, and a lot of that division is brought to you by our mainstream media. They, it's mm -hmm. great for marketing to you, for you to pick a team. That's why the NFL is awesome. You get to pick a team. You get to back them up, right? Mm -hmm. You get really behind those teams that you're on. Well, that division is also hurtful. It can go the wrong way. The Raiders have a bad image of their fans being violent. They're not. Like I, some of our really close friends are Raider fans. I mean, they're they're awesome people. Actually, just people. actually, let's 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 stop right there. Let's stop right there. Um, I want to hear from anybody, right? If y'all think wherever it is that you are in the world, if y'all think yeah. that y'all. Because yeah. it, I can't just say you guys, right? Because we got to yeah, use yeah. gender pronouns. neutral yeah. pronouns. Yes. Right? Anyway, right. y'all so tell me if you think that Raiders fans are violent. Like, tell <laughs> are me, tell me if that's yes, absolutely. Like, that should be a poll. Put that, put that on Twitter on uh, on the at Business Bros Pod Twitter, and are right. Raiders fans? Do are Raider, Raider fans, fans violent? Rowdy? Do you think violent. Raider fans are rowdy and violent? Or is that what we think here in San Diego? Is that what we think mm. of people who wear black and silver? Because mm, we wear blue and gold. Because we wear blue and gold. 
or because we saw Ice Cube and Menace to Society and Boys to Boys in the Hood and You're trying to say these- that this is something that's projected on us, not necessarily what everybody sees. It's what you would call a stereotype. Yes, it is a stereotype. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. And that's kind of where I'm I'm getting at to these things, right? There's but a lot of division and sometimes full in that way. Sometimes anyway. they are. Yes, that's my point, right? There are certain times mm-hmm. when division causes pain. It causes hurt. It causes violence, right? Hence World War II, right? <laughs> I mean, just go there, right? That's as far as we can okay. go. It's the worst case scenario. Yep, yep. Uh but even when you love one team or another, just because we stereotype the Raiders as a violent team doesn't mean that there isn't violence at a Raider game or any of the other 32 teams in the NFL, right? Exactly. Like, it's not that it doesn't exist. And, and that's kind of my point. But if you have a stereotype, it's because something tends to happen in that place more often or because it's been branded that way. And there is also humor in that, mm-hmm. right? There's like the, like the Bills fans. We, we all think that Bills fans are just wild, crazy wrestler people who throw each other through tables. Right. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> no. Right? That's 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 like th- there are some of them that are like that, but I would say the vast majority of them are, you know, like us. Right. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. A Raider fan, unless intoxicated, is probably not offended, right? Where they have to go and get mad at all the other 32 teams when somebody makes fun of Raider fans for being violent. They're like, "Yeah, I know some people like that or whatever," right? Like they shake it off like it's no thing. But mm-hmm. the stereotype is there. And now when you go to a Raider game, like one of the craziest things was, uh, I remember, uh, I think it was Flavio and Carlos and a couple of the guys, right? They go to a Charger game in Oakland. And when they go and have the go- they go to the game in Oakland, right? Their Charger fans are all charged up. They're having a great time, whatever. They come back, they're like, that was the greatest experience I've had at a football game. Yeah. Like Raider fans are amazing, right? They had a different experience over there. But maybe Raider fans are so diehard Raider fans, and when they go play other teams, they're so diehard, maybe it's a little weird to get involved with them, to have fun with them. Maybe it's a little different. Maybe there's been enough small bad experiences around that you have a little stereotype, but it's cool. You're you're having fun with it. Like there's it's only I think, bad honestly, in violence. I honestly think that it was a lot I'm like because I'm thinking of like Raider fans in uh in vegas are they the same raider fans that were in san diego when we played the thing about the raiders is everywhere they go they pick up fans they're the black hole dude like literally gravitational pool of fans (laughs) wherever they go right i feel like we're off topic though oh yeah sorry how the hell did we get here we're talking about humor and that's the issue with the dave Chappelle thing right humor humor dave Chappelle is saying the same type of of humor the whole time he looks at society he finds out where some of these stereotypes exist what's trending what's being pushed as an agenda what's being changed in one way or another something that society's not ready to accept but should probably accept Mm -hmm. right and he pokes fun at it like he'll bring certain mainstreams one of his skits that's an all-time like one of my all-time favorites was when he's the black blind guy in the kkk <laughs> yep yep yep. that is a stereo he stereotyped the crap out of everything in that right skit, right right because yep. there was issues going on in society about he brings those things to light with humor he does right and and that's the thing about like 
and he and he and he does the same thing in this uh in this special i think so i, think I actually awareness. i actually liked the special you know like i'll tell you that i i actually liked it i uh you know like you said i'm i'm very much connected to the community and i listened to his jokes and there were some times where i was like eh, you know eh, i'm a little uncomfortable um but when he gets to the end of his skit, when he tells the story about his, his, okay, this is a spoiler. Go for it. I, I, I'm so sad that I'm going to spoil it for you. Come but on, just do it. I, I, it's breaking my heart, just so you know. And so everybody <laughs> who, who doesn't want to be spoiled about this Dave Chappelle thing, like turn it off now. Um, okay. So he tells this story about this wonderful friend, comedian woman that, you know, this, this connection that he made and it was, she was the opening act for his show. And like, he, he talks about how bad it was, how terrible it was. Uh, but like then somebody in the crowd, when he went up to do his, somebody in the crowd made some kind of a joke at her, some kind of a transphobic joke. And like, she turned around, turned around, and, like popped him one, popped him one. Right. Yeah. Like got him good. <laughs> And then, like, for the rest of that night, like, it was just a bunch of interaction. And, oh, man. I mean, he 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 just builds this wonderful connection. Um, and then it's taken from him. That's, that, like, I feel like that's as much as I'm going to say. Hmm. It's taken from him. And just the way that he connects with this transgender woman, like, it doesn't matter you know, like it doesn't matter. It's just it's a, it's a human being, and what he's seeing is is humanity. Mm. And I feel like that's you know, he talks he talks in the sh in the uh, special about punching up versus punching down, mm -hmm. and uh, the line that I loved is he's not punching up or punching down. He's just punching lines. What do you mean? Oh, punch, punch lines. lines. Punch lines. Punch yeah. lines. Yeah. <laughs> he's so, not punching woo. up or punching down. He's just punching lines. Yeah. And I was like, that I feel like that's fair. Like he just he finds things that are funny in whatever it is. And and he's he's kind of making the same point as you. You know, if you're gonna be offended, like be offended. Like that's Don't it's watch, not the end of all. the world, you know. Um, but you know, the 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 thing that I think he knows, and we all need to always be careful of is when being a it's it's hard to to put into words but like when offensive becomes oppressive right yeah like there's we 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 all on and dad always talks about it this way and this this is one of the things that i love about what dad always said is there's two parties for a reason right there's a push and there's a pull right there's progress and there's and there's conservatism and you know people are always going to lean kind of this one way or another um we talk about the binary right um but but there's always the push and the pull and you know if we go too far to one side then then there's you know it's not chaos. as good over there it's, yeah it, it's chaos on on either on, end uh, right on the margins so, yeah and so we live in in the middle and we just keep making progress right there's this uh, audiobook that i've been listening to called progress and it talks about how you know over 
especially the last hundred years, just the progress that we've made as a people. Um, we talk about you and I, we talk about here in, in, in the business world, uh, we talk about things like uh, the, the labor shortage, right? Because the government is saying right now, uh, you know, we'll support you. We'll give you this basic income. Yeah. Right. Love this idea of the basic income, by the way. I know I'm a socialist, whatever. Um, and so you're saying it takes away from the free market. And I'm like, yes, you're, you're right. There's the push and the pull. Because here's the thing is government has always been a part of the economy. Government has always done things to improve the base life, the foundational life of the people. Like we are in America, a privileged society because our government has done a good job of providing a bunch of different needs and a bunch of different things. And like, that's, that's the government's job. I feel like is to continue yes, to improve. Not in everything. And that's the, that's the issue that, that now you're going like sway back. Right, 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 this right. This is where the point this where is we need to push sway the back pool. the other way. Right. right. This is, this and is this the is, push in the pool. And this is exactly why, why, you know, I, I, I'm going this way and you're like, okay, yeah, but like pull back a little bit and like, let's figure out how to make this better. So then that's my, that's my issue with this whole Dave Chappelle thing. Right. So we see that there are now uh, Netflix employees who are protesting, wanting to take it down. Right. And, and this is where for me, it's like, it's too, uh, this is where you freedom go too of speech. far. You know, this freedom is you of go speech too far, is, right? so, so, so we talk about freedom of speech and, um, like to me, yeah, that's freaking important, dude. Like, yeah, like that, you that's, need that's, to be that's able rule to number one. That's people. like a bill of rights amendment. Number one, whatever. Like that's, that's, that's the first one, right? Freedom like, of speech. First amendment, freedom of speech. If you don't like what I have to say, cool. My bad. I had something, but weird. I have the freedom to but say, but I have the freedom to say it. Yes. Right. Absolutely. Now, then we get the the argument of, oh, well, it's a private company and a private company can, you know, make its own decisions. And it can. And it can. And then private companies are held hostage by what? Shareholders. Yep. Shareholders, yeah. For sure. Shareholders. Who, whoever Whoever's getting the profit, yes. Shareholders. And right now, government. And that was my point. That was what I was going to say. It, well, but, so my, he, and my my thing is that we're in a freaking oligarchy like that. We're not well, a, that's a whole we're not other ballgame. We're that, I mean, that's I got to get Anthony on the show. We're gonna talk about that stuff for hours. <laughs> now, um, but but here's here's the thing when you when you're talking about you know um um shoot I lost the train, train of thought. Of thought. Well, yeah, what were we talking yeah, about right derailed. now? Uh, we were talking about I don't remember. I just say things and then you know. <laughs> <laughs> It like it, it goes it goes into my brain and out of my mouth and then it's gone, and like we'll listen to this later. And be like, oh yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Oh, but who's in control? So You're talking who's about in who's control. in control. Who's in control? Right. So the when you when you have when you have this whole idea oh, shit, of take it down, now. huh? <laughs> I said the Illuminati. Oh shit, they're on us now. When oh, yeah, you have this idea of take it down, we have this idea of take it down. Like you don't Cancel have to go culture. that far. That First Amendment right is absolutely the the key here. Uh, I like the whole idea of, you know what, if you don't like it, go off and build your own. Dude, so I saw this yesterday on a TikTok feed. Donald Trump uh, launched his own social media. Social media. I was yep. like, dude, look at that. But that's an example of if you don't like it, go make your own. Right? He's I mean, also like 
incredibly stupid rich and not everybody yes. can do that but I yeah i 100% agree with that statement yes you're absolutely right <laughs> but he did it right like he's one of those big names there's a lot of people who've been censored who have resources but they're like nah, not a fight i don't want to fight i believe freedom of media going both ways again a private company facebook has the ability to do what the, what it wants right it can ban mm -hmm. people it can close people off it's its own private company netflix can do it too doesn't doesn't make it right right not everybody has a resource to go make their own thing you're right but it doesn't make it right you need to be able to give people like you can't have you can't close one side to the other and i think this is where that dave chappelle story is is why it's so trendy because all of a sudden you're like what does netflix do as a company here so because so let's let's talk about this though like when it comes to the censorship of former president trump okay. right when it comes to that why did it happen um i don't even remember I'm sure it was one of his stupid tweets that he always tweets. It was because of the fucking January 6th insurrection, bro. Oh. Oh. That, yeah, that old chestnut. I don't, I don't know. I never see it as, as insurrection. I, I don't get sold as that. I see it as a protest. Like, they've been protesting pretty much anything else. And the mm. people who are making those rules and those at laws. At the Capitol, though. The people they, they who are making the rules the and Capitol. the laws. Yeah, the people who are making the rules and the laws were the ones who needed to protest. Now, do I think it went too far? Yeah, I, I wouldn't. I would have never crossed a line. I'm not that kind of person anyways. I don't really go to protests. I don't do that sort mm -hmm. of thing, right? Uh, but that's my personality type and people who protest do. I don't know. I don't I don't see it. As, it, it could be sold on either side because you see it on both sides. Um, you see negativity so, and, and, so here's, and destruction. Here's, here's Yes. At protest, yes. sadly. Yep. Yep. It's true. Doesn't mean we don't talk to each other, right? But my, my point is, uh, I mean, going back to the Netflix point, what should Netflix do? Like, what is it that they need to do here? Or what, you know, you're backed into a corner. But for me, there are so many things on Netflix, so many different movies with so many different scenes that could be considered offensive. What makes this one so special? Right? Why is this such hmm. a big deal? Because there's, are you that? Does, it's it, it's actually it's it actually down, addressed in the thing. He's like, oh, yeah? it's, it's yeah. He, he talks about how how like, what do you say? Uh, somebody somebody who uh, killed someone, like actually murdered somebody, you know, and like nothing happened to their career, but then they made fun of somebody who was gay, and like they were canceled and like their whole career Sorry. tanked. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. it's not, it's not, it doesn't make sense to do that sort of thing. Does it make sense for you to be offended? You know what? Like, like I was telling you before the show, there are songs that make you sad when you listen to them, that maybe mm -hmm. they remind you of someone you lost, or they remind you of, you know, a memory of a long lost uh, aunt, uncle, family member, or a love, <laughs> you know, so, whatever, you know what House. I mean? Like a, a dog, whatever it is, right? <laughs> like something that makes you, that makes you cry. Or something that somebody says in a song that makes you mad. It doesn't mean you cancel that person's career or that livelihood or whatever. Like you don't do you don't do that, right? To take away person, someone's livelihood is akin to killing him. Dude, it is. That's wrong. You don't do that. You're offended. Maybe you talk about how you don't like that sort of music and you get with your group of people who don't like that sort of music and you kind of find something else and move on. That... The, the reality, this is funny because the mindset conversation that we've had this week with a couple different guests, same type of thing. The reality that you make is 100% up to you. Yep. 
change your reality. I mean, there are so many things that you can focus your attention on and all this effort. There's like mom used to say when we were kids, there are starving kids in Africa that could use food and your mind could probably be better used to solve that problem than to try to get Dave Chappelle's special off of Netflix. Like, there are starving kids next door. Like it could be anything, right? We, we have a huge <laughs> let's be honest. Issue. Like, yeah. like li- literally there are starving kids in the next neighborhood over yeah, in your neighborhood. Like, you can do with your time yeah. that you're wasting away arguing meaningless points to me, right? It's humor. If you're that same person who is deeply offended 10 years from now is going to watch that same special and be like, oh, that was stupid. The feeling is different. You change as an individual. Right now you're offended. Right now you're struggling or depressed. Right now you're going through stuff. But you could also work to change that, right? It's harder for some people. It's struggle. It's a different lifestyle for some people that they have to go through. But eventually they can accept who they are and then go from there. What are the, the 10 words that are most detrimental? What do other people think and what will other people say? That is a construct in our own mind that we put there and we put up our own barriers. Dude, I've been thinking about a, a topic to talk about for like keynote speaking. Mm-hmm. Uh, and my thought was uh, in nothing, right? I nothing? was like, maybe I should talk about nothing. Like, and so I was thinking, right, I, was thinking on my run, right, I was thinking <laughs> on my run this morning. I was like, Seinfeld made a, you know, that whole show is about nothing. And it was extremely successful. Or, you know, what else is nothing? I, I, I don't I, I don't think people will sign up and, and come breaking know, down get, the door to talk about nothing. It depends on how nothing. you sell it, right? But uh, it always depends on how you sell it. But, <laughs> hey, I, I what, we, it. what did Chief Danny teach us when we were learning about real estate investing? He's like, oh, you could buy this house over here for 100000 and blah, blah, blah. And we're like, yeah, we live in California. He's like, well, those of you who live in California just add a zero. And what's zero anyways? Nothing. Nothing. Like we're literally chasing nothing. We're looking for zeros in our bank account. That was another situation I thought of, right? And then I was like, uh, I, and I thought, oh, how can I work this into like a, a movement example? And I was like, oh, so I have everybody raise their hand, right? Mm-hmm. And then grip their hand. And as they're gripping their hand, I want you to grip it as hard as you possibly can. And then I'll start telling them about the Seinfeld, right? And that's nothing. I'll start telling them about their bank account. And you just keep holding that grip in your hand. Keep holding and holding and holding. And I just keep telling different stories about nothing and how most people love those stories. Like The Rock, for example. Like the reason why his company is called Seven Bucks uh, Seven Bucks, is because when he got hurt and he was playing Canadian football, trying to go to the NFL, got injured, got cut. When he got picked up from the airport, his dad was just like, you know, hey, what are you going to do? And he kind of reached in his pocket. He had like $6 and something cents, and he didn't have a clue where to do. That's where it all started, from nothing. His career started from nothing. <laughs> so that's why he calls it seven bucks, right? That's his, that's his company. And so as you're holding your hand close, you have nothing in there, but you're gripping it so tight, you're probably starting to shake, right? You're probably mm-hmm. starting to feel a little something. And, and all of a sudden, it's, it's getting harder to hold nothing. And that's really what's standing in your way of success is nothing. Like literally anything that you want to do in your life, you can go do. <laughs> but the things that are stopping you are in your head. I don't have enough money. I don't have enough time. I don't have a – those are really nothings. You're going to make the time. You're going to do the learning. Or you're going to feel what it, hold, what it feels like to lock yourself into nothing. So anyways, hmm. that's what I was thinking about in my room. That was pretty freaking cool. Yeah. That was really freaking cool. Hell yeah. All right. All right. Hell, Hell yeah. yeah. I, you know, uh, punchlines. Punch <laughs> we're, 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 we're just punching lines. We're not punching up. We're not punching down. We're just punching lines. Um, 
this was awesome. Yeah. A little bit different. A little bit different. So still a little businessy. We let you know a little bit. Uh, My bottom line opinion, uh, Dave Chappelle. I love that guy. I think he he was freaking hilarious. You haven't even seen it yet, but I'm sure you know I haven't even seen it. There's only one show that I watched of his, and it was during COVID. And he did this like special thing and he was not funny that day. He was like being a little more serious and political. And I was like, yeah, it's not the Dave Chappelle. I like, I like the funny Chappelle, (laughs) (laughs) but I am going to watch the special. I'm going to check it out. uh, And then uh, maybe I'll report back, but yeah, uh, go talk to more people, ladies and gents. That's it. Have a conversation with people. James and I don't agree on anything. Uh, but we agree that you should talk to more people because at the end of the day, uh, I only put up the one score. So I'm going to say I won. Uh, I, oh yeah, I got nothing. That's the whole point. Right? <laughs> that was the whole point right there. I got a goose egg, dude. Nothing. Boom. All right, ladies and gentlemen. All right, good luck on your fantasy week. this week. Uh, I hope so. Got to remain five and one. Hopefully, I go to six and one in three leagues, Ooh. baby. Because that's where I'm boop, at. Boop, 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 boop. We're out. Thank you for listening to the Business Bros Podcast. Are you looking to get more clients or to increase your income? Hernan, the business bro, can help you generate referrals through the power of podcasting. And James, the insurance bro with Pipeline Insurance, can help you effectively add insurance to your existing business. If you are ready to create wealth today and generational wealth for tomorrow, email businessbros at csfirst.com to schedule a free consultation or join the Business Bros Network, www.businessbros.biz.